Hello and welcome back to the Athletes Agency International Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Terry, and this week our guest is George Wall. George Wall is originally from England, moved to Australia at a young age. He's a tennis player and through his tennis pathway um, in his youth career, found David Hodge and Athletes Agency. And from there, that led to an amazing opportunity to attend Dartmouth College, which is an Ivy League school. It's one of the most renowned universities in the world. So in today's conversation, you not only get to hear uh, the insight of a Division One athlete, but also the insight of a top academic student who you know got to be surrounded uh, with like-minded individuals at a top university. So enjoy. Hey, George, Joe. you there? Yeah, how's it going? Oh, good, and yourself? Yeah, very good, very good. Awesome. Well, welcome to the Athletes Agency International Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to speak with me. No, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, George, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, can you give the listeners you know, a little bit about your tennis background uh, and how you got started playing, where you're from, and just a little bit of everything leading up to uh, just before you were making the decision to go over to the States? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess my tennis journey started uh, when I moved to Australia, um, the age of nine, um, with my family. Um, I played a little soccer and tennis growing up uh, in my home country of England and came over and decided to really focus on tennis. Um, moving to the Gold Coast, it was um, an awesome place to grow up and, and play tennis and, and be outside all the time and um, got pretty good. Um, you know, played um, sort of at a national level. Um, you know, it was pretty good through high school, you know, came second in, uh, you know, in under 14s nationals and then um, was pretty good in the 16s as well. Um, so sort of when it came time to um, decide what to do at the end of high school, um, I was a little torn. I mean, I really wanted to try and play pro tennis, but um, obviously that's a super difficult um <laughs> Uh, profession to break into. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I sort of wasn't ready to be done with my tennis and um, just kind of hang things up and go to university. So um, the college tennis pathway um, was something that I knew a little bit about, uh, but not a ton. Um, and as I looked more into it um, and worked a little bit with, you know, um, with athletes agency, um, seemed like a great opportunity to continue my tennis and um, yeah, continue my schooling. And um, yeah, that's how I, that's how I uh, got involved with the college tennis pathway. Awesome. Awesome. No, I come from a, a tennis family, actually. I'm a soccer player myself, but I understand about, you know, trying to break in into the pros that, you know, especially at a tender age of 17 and 18, um, it's, it's a difficult thing to do and it's a lot of dedication. But yeah, like you said, the university pathway, especially in the States, gives you uh, an opportunity to, you know, further your, your sport, but also, you know, you can do your academics and focus on that as well. So um, yeah, obviously absolutely. It paid off for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a, obviously a super high barrier of entry to get into the pros. And, um, you know, uh, we'll talk about it more, but playing college athletics and um, being part of a program um, at a school in the U.S. is, is kind of like being on a pro sports team um, in a lot of ways. So, um, exactly. yeah, uh, it's, it, it, uh, it was an awesome experience. Uh, no question about it. Awesome. How did you, you know, how did you hear about Athletes Agency? How did you get in touch? Yeah, um, I guess uh, I'd been working a little bit with Dave Hodge um, at the National mm -hmm. Academy in Brisbane, um, kind of on and off throughout high school. Um, and, you know, uh, it was back in sort of 2012 now where um, I was in my final year of high school and 
trying to figure out what to do. And, and Dave was kind of just starting up with, um, you know, Aussie Athletes Agency at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, um, obviously knowing Dave uh, for quite a long time and um, talking with him and, and, and other people about the college pathway, um, obviously wanted to go down it. And um, Dave said, you know, um, I'm starting up this Aussie Athletes thing. Um, you know, let me take you on board and, and see what we can can sort out. Um, and so he really helped me, um, you know, get introduced to different schools and, and, and sort of outline what was required to, um, you know, um, put myself in a position to be recruited, recruited by different schools and um, mm -hmm. also kind of, you know, talk me through um, a lot of different uh, scenarios and, and what was probably the best fit for me. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how I got involved there. And, um, you know, I ended up going to uh, Dartmouth College, which is in uh, New Hampshire, um, a very, very uh, cold part of the northeast of of the United yep. States, um, which was obviously a, a really big, really big shock coming from the Gold Coast. Um, as people will know, you know, the temperature never really drops below 20 degrees Celsius there and um, ending up um, in the northeast of the US where it's, you know, winter seemingly like nine months a year and um, the temperatures get down, you know, negative 20, 30 degrees. Um, initially, I'd wanted to go to somewhere on maybe the West Coast to be closer to Australia, but, uh, you know, ended up on the East Coast and, and had a great opportunity there. Yeah, I mean, and what a school, man, like, you know, hats off to you. Dartmouth uh, is, you know, one of the top universities, obviously. Uh, I mean, it's one of those name universities that everybody knows about. And uh, I'm actually interested to hear about, you know, your experience being at a school like that. I don't know too many, to be honest, I don't know too many people. I know a handful that, you know, get to go to a university such as Dartmouth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, besides the weather uh, and everything, what were maybe some of your biggest challenges stepping into a university such as Dartmouth? Yeah, yeah good question. I mean, um, to be honest, I'd always been sort of a pretty good student um, throughout high school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I got kind of straight A's my final year of school in, in, in Australia and, and thought I was pretty good. Um, and, you know, when I was applying to college and, and figuring out where to go, um, you know, a few people, including Dave, sort of pointed out the Ivy League schools and said, hey, you know, you're, you're pretty good at school. And, um, you know, th this, this they have some great tennis programs uh, at these schools. And, um, you know, you'd be challenged on the court and, and also in the classroom as well. And I thought, oh, great, you know, let's um, let's chat to those schools. And, um, you know, luckily enough, I was, you know, accepted into, into Dartmouth and, um, you know, really liked the uh, the coach there and the program there. But um, in terms of school, man, it was it was hard. It was it was a real it was a real shock. You know, um, you know, I thought I was you know, pretty bright and um, was pretty good at school, but um, got there and, you know, uh, just surrounded by such talented um, people that are, that are so smart and so prepared for school. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, it was, it was full on work. The classes were hard. The, the work outside mm -hmm. of class was something that I'd never, you know, really had to do before. Um, and, you know, it was a shock, but um, ultimately like it, it, it all came down to, you know, time management and, and uh, really trying to balance the school with uh, with the tennis and, uh, and and you know figuring out the right classes to take and um, you know I, I got used to it but man it was it was a challenge that first year um, you know just just trying to um, you know figure out how to manage my time and get enough sleep and you know being a young kid and, and trying to do my best on the court um, awesome fun but yeah uh, a real shock when I got there yeah for sure um, I like how you mentioned about. You know, especially that first year, uh, it's always an adjustment for everybody. But, you know, that that university experience kind of gives you that platform to 
like feel like you're on your own, but you still have some structure. You know, you still got to be at places. You still got to get yourself to training. You still got to get to class and you still got the assignments to turn in. But uh, so that first year is still adjustment for everybody. But to even take it to another level at an Ivy League school uh, is, you know, uh, something I've always been interested about seeing, you know, what's the difference? Um, but obviously, it's like you're saying, it's just being surrounded by like-minded individuals who um, are brilliant, They're, you know, just brilliant yeah. minds. And that's something probably really cool to experience and be able to sit in. And, uh, you know, I'm sure some of the lectures were, uh, you know, just a pleasure to be a part of. Um, so that's awesome. Absolutely. And I think, um, I think being on a, being on a team as well, um, was, was really beneficial in that sense is like, you know, there were, there were guys a, a few years older than me that I could sort of lean on that had been through similar experiences at the school and, um, kind of mm -hmm. guide me through, um, you know, what classes to take, you know, uh, you know, being a tennis player and sort of balancing school, it was like, you need to balance, you know, the, the rigorous classes that you need to take with some of maybe some of the lighter classes uh, when you're in season and things like that. So um, being in a right. team and, and, and leaning on guys uh, you know, older than you was, was honestly, it, it helped me so much um, fit in that first year. Yeah. Tell me more about your team, like, uh, you know, internationals, um, you know, were you, were you the only one from Australia? Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, I was the only one from Australia, but uh, we had a, we had a really, sort of interesting group of guys. I mean, there was probably 12 guys on the team throughout the time I was there and, you know, half were from all over the U S and then we had guys from, you know, all over the world, you know, tennis is one of those sports that it's, you know, it's so international mm -hmm. that, um, you know, we had uh, Lithuanian, Croatian, uh, English guys, uh, one of my best friends, Colombian, um, just, just all over. Um, and it was a real melting pot of cultures, but uh, we all got along super well. And um ended up playing a pretty high level of tennis too, which is uh, obviously really cool. Um, but yeah, just, uh, we, you know, with tennis, um, you know, you've probably spoken to some other athletes in other sports, but tennis, it's, uh, you know, a group of anywhere between nine and 14 on a team. So it's a, it's a really close knit group and you spend a lot of time together. And, um, you know, uh, we, we were fortunate enough to have uh, a group of really cohesive guys, um, which just made like the, the experience so much better. Yeah, no, and the thing about tennis, especially being part of a, a team of tennis is, it's, I mean, every sport's competitive, of course, but really it's every week you're going in and you're trying to raise your spot from whatever it may be, from five to four or three to two, or you're trying, you know what I mean? So it's a very mm -hmm. uh, competitive culture. You guys are always competing against each other. And uh, yeah, that, that environment's different from more so uh, a quote unquote, like team team sport for instance football or soccer yeah um you know you're still competing but there's not really there's not rankings you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um really interesting i mean you're, you're actually our first tennis player to come on to the show um so yeah you know tell me a little bit about you know going into a week of training for you um what's your what's your schedule like and also your mentality from transitioning into training into you know uh, a classroom especially at a university such as Dartman you know you got to shift your focus you're always staying sharp you know how do you how do you do that yeah um I think I only really figured this out after my first year to be honest with you my first year was kind of all <laughs> over the place I did fine and in, in sort of every um facet but I just didn't sleep um but you know it, mm. I, I love the lifestyle lifestyle at Dartmouth you know it was it, it was challenging on and off the court and 
um, you know, I, I always saw tennis as just a time to, to get away from the classroom, to get away from the library and right. um, just be on the court with your friends and, and just compete every practice and, and get better. And, um, you know, it, it all came down to time management. You know, we were training, you know, 18 to 20 hours a week, you know, kind of like any other division one school. And, um, you know, our coach always used to stress to us, you know, when we're, when we're at the tennis center, like, let's, let's make this about tennis. Let's leave everything else you have at the door. Obviously, like we were doing a lot of schoolwork. Um, and we did a great job of that. Um, you know, we practiced six days a week, um, you know, unless we had matches, um, mostly in the afternoons, we didn't really do a ton of morning stuff, which, uh, to be honest, suited everyone. Um, but you know, I was waking up most days, you know, like eight 30 going to class. Um, you know, between 10 and two, getting lunch with friends in the middle and then sort of off to the practice center and, 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 and hitting balls down there. And, and then it'd be back to the library after dinner. Um, you know, uh, so definitely worked really hard. And, and the thing about Dartmouth, which is probably different from, you know, uh, I know it's different from a lot of schools is we're on a, uh, sort of a trimester system there. So, um, right. you're taking yeah. three, uh, three terms of classes each year and each, each term is 10 weeks. Um, you're taking three classes every 10 weeks and, you know, it's a, it's a lot of material to cover in, you know, 10 weeks, you know, one week's going to be final yes. exams. The first week's, you know, kind of whatever. And, um, you're really just cramming in a textbook and, or, you know, a ton of readings, um, you know, so yeah, it's, it's very accelerated. Off. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but I loved it. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, keeping busy and, and, and being challenged everywhere. There were some nights where it was like, weren't getting a ton of sleep, but I think that's like everyone <laughs> at college, but, um, yeah, the lifestyle for me, um, was, was just awesome. Yeah, no, I, I can totally relate, uh, especially that first year as well. But I mean, I was in the library all four years, um, you know, <laughs> spe especially you got, you got those midweek, uh, you know, those midweek matches. And then, you know, you might have an exam the next day or you might have something, that, you know, you got papers to turn in. And like you said, especially for you with the trimesters, 10 weeks to cram in a class uh, is a lot. And, you know, on top of that, you're juggling, uh, you know, the athletics, but I don't know if I mean obviously you graduated the same year I did 2017 for what I saw and uh, it flies by doesn't it? It does and uh, you know before I went to college people were telling me you know like this is going to be the best four years of your life you know um, and that's not something you really hear in like uh, Australia people don't talk about you know university that way um, so I always thought mm -hmm. that was interesting and they were spot on they were spot on I mean it, it, it was so much fun um, you know uh, haven't talked too much about the tennis part as well but like um, just college athletics in general is awesome. The chance to go out there and, um, you know, compete for your school and, and, you know, to have fans in the crowd and to travel to other places and play other universities. And, um, everyone's like, you know, the big difference I found, um, with, you know, sports and, and especially tennis, that's all I can really talk to is between sort of the juniors and the college level is everyone's trying just a little bit harder. You know, everyone's competing um, mm. to the last minute. No one's going away because there's that extra responsibility of, you know, playing for your college and playing for a team. Um, and, and to mm. me, it was, uh, that was, that was eye opening and, and also just like an, an, an awesome part of, of what college athletics is. Yeah. You know, being a student athlete and being on campus and competing, it feels like you guys are all, working towards a common goal it's a little bit different you know when like you said in juniors where yeah you're still competing but uh, i don't know like you said it just feels like a like a whole and different environment there um and the whole experience of being a student athlete it's more than just the playing like you're saying it's you know it's who you become 
at the end of your four years, uh, you know, what things did you take out of the whole thing? Um, I guess, I mean, that'd be something I'd be wanting to know is uh, out of your whole four years, what was the biggest thing that you took away from your experience? It's a big question. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, biggest thing. Wow. I, I think overall it was just, um, just growing up as a person. Um, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's such a developmental time um as like a as a human being really um you know that sort of 18 yeah. to, to 21 year old age group and um you know i i think i was very fortunate that i'd put myself in a position to be you know at, at a great school and, and surrounded by you know great guys on the tennis team to have great friends um you know to have great coaches um on the tennis program who were able to you know um kind of just you know apart from the tennis side of things you know you learn from those guys as uh, sort of young men um and, and just showing you like kind of the man that you want to, you know, become. Um, so for me, it was just, just growing up. Um, and obviously coming out of the, the university at, at that age with, you know, a degree is, is also awesome. And you've, you've, uh, you've played tennis at a, at a really high level. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't have imagined it sort of any other way for me. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's, it's good that you mentioned degree. What, what, what did you major in? Yeah, so I, I studied economics. Um, that was my major. Okay. Um, but Dartmouth was is a liberal arts school. So um, for those who right. sort of don't know what that is, is it, it basically means you take classes across you know a breadth of different subjects and um, have mm-hmm. to satisfy you know classes in the sciences, in, in, in literature, and in sort of different cultures, etc. So um, I ended up taking classes sort of all over the place, which which I really loved. You know, um, I kind of had a lot of interests and. Uh, you know, Dartmouth kind of just reinforced that with their system. Um, so, yeah, um, economics w- was great. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I also really enjoyed sort of the other classes I was able to take. Um, you know, it's very different from, you know, I think about Australia and like my sister goes to university there and she studies psychology and almost all the classes she takes, are, you know, about psychology. Maybe she leans on a little statistics here and there. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, like to each term to have, you know, sort of one economics class, maybe I take like a a government or like a psychology class and then something completely out of the ordinary, you know, like earth sciences or something along those lines was super interesting and, and sort of kept you on your toes, you know, um, learning different subjects all the time. And that's something I really enjoyed. And just, uh, you know, hearing like professors that are, you know, like experts in their chosen topic and all these different, um, different sort of realms is, is super cool, super cool. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I think I was a little, I was a little skeptical going in being like, ah, oh, you know, what's this, what's this going to train me for, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. um, after sort of a, a year or two, I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is, uh, this is exactly where I want to be. No, exactly. And uh, like I said, earth scientists, like geology, rocks for jocks, yeah, is, uh, exactly. what we would call it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, per- I personally took that one and uh, I mean, it wasn't my favorite class, but it, it's, it is interesting because I went in as a business major and I quickly learned that that's not what I am. And be, due to going to a liberal arts school as well, I got to explore other things and other interests uh, that were more tailored to me. Um, so, you know, there are, th- those are the big benefits. Some people might, you know, look at that as like, oh, I'm taking classes that don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. They, um, you know, they're not going to do anything for me in the future. But for some people, 
it's a way to either further your you know additional interests or find new interests and uh, i think it's a good system i, I really like yeah it. and how do you how um, do you know what you want to study at 17 18 years of old yeah uh, 18 exactly, you know exactly uh show, show me one 18 year old that really knows what they want um so mm -hmm. i thought it was awesome in that sense yeah i'm 24 and i'm still figuring it out <laughs> me too <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah awesome no and um you know, we you touched a little bit about, you know, you said earlier, uh, going and playing college athletics. It almost feels like you're in a professional environment. Tell uh, tell everyone a little bit about the facilities at Dartmouth. Yeah, I mean, awesome, awesome. You know, um, our uh, our campus in Dartmouth is really small. Um, it's it's beautiful, mm -hmm. um, and the athletic facilities are all kind of close together. I mean, we spend most of our time um, playing indoor tennis, just given the climate. Um, and, you know, I, I, I didn't see a better indoor tennis facility um, in my time um, at Dartmouth traveling across the country. Oh, wow. You know, we, we I think we really have one of the best, um, just like an immaculate facility. And it's got everything you need. Um, you know, our weight room, again, had everything you need. Um, different, you know, other facilities across campus. Library's beautiful. Um, everything you need. You know, I think some schools, you know, in, in sort of the big power conferences, you know, would have more than us. But, um, you know at the end of the day, like you need what you need. And, um, you know, we, we kind of had everything and we didn't need, you know, the sort of the, the additional saunas or the, you know, 20 trainers. Right. I remember we went to, um, we played at LSU, obviously a massive football school. Um, awesome yep, facilities. Yep. So cool. Maybe, you know, one of the cooler outdoor tennis centers I've seen. And um, before our match, you know, there was like 20 to 30 people like working the tennis match, you know, just being like event staff and, um you know they had so many trainers like so many trainers that like a bunch of us were able to get massages before the match and we were like wow like do you really need all this stuff this is so cool um but you know we had everything um traveled well and um you know it, I, I couldn't invest for any anything more you know yeah uh like how you mentioned the traveling people don't realize that uh, how how well taken care of the student athletes are i mean if you, if, depending on distance, sometimes you're flying as a team, you're staying in nice hotels, mm -hmm. uh, physios are coming with you or physios are provided by the other university. Uh, I mean, food, everything. So it's a real, like you said, it's a professional environment. You really feel like you're working towards something. Um, and it feels, definitely feels like a step up from, you know, juniors uh, from, you know, 17 and below. Um, but yeah, especially a school at, like, like LSU, I mean, big American football team, all the funding in the world. Uh, they're going to have beautiful facilities, but it's also good to hear that, you know, a small school such as Dartmouth also has that and can provide that for their student athletes because um, these facilities obviously, I don't know, it gives you a little bit more of an, an edge when you're competing, uh, helps you perform to the, you know, the highest level that you possibly can. And the, you know, not only your coaching staff, but you got strength and conditioning coaching staff physios like we mentioned so all that together really uh goes into play yeah absolutely and like we would always travel to these other schools and facilities would be awesome and we'd always come back to Dartmouth and be like wow like we we, we re really are lucky yeah this is a truly awesome campus you know mm -hmm. um so in that sense uh it, it was fantastic but you, you mentioned travel there like we spent a lot of our budget on you know traveling to to play schools all over the country and, and that experience was fantastic you know coming from, I've never been to America before. Um, I played college tennis and 
Um, you know, I think I traveled to something like 25 different states and just saw like America for, for everything, Amazing. you know, um, just all different cultures, all different states and um, going to play at these like, you know, big schools with these, you know, awesome tennis facilities outdoors and um, oftentimes in the sun because we didn't get a ton of that in uh, <laughs> New Hampshire um, was, was was truly awesome. Um, and yeah, it, you, you kind of touched on how it is kind of feels like a professional sport traveling and and whatnot and um you know certain times it it absolutely fell that way um and it's not really anywhere else in the world that you can uh, kind of get that experience yeah no you're right um and you, you you did say it earlier people were telling you something you don't hear in australia is the you know these four years are going to be the best four years of your life and um it'd be, it's actually interesting that you know you, we graduated the same year and now we're you know a few years out of college as sad as that sounds when you say it out loud <laughs> But, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, do you, how, like, do you miss it? What are the things you miss the most? Um, and, you know, looking back at it, like, how are you, do, are you staying involved with your uh, team? And, you know, a little bit about, you know, maybe the friendships you, you developed while you were there. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of what I miss, I think probably two things. One is uh, playing a ton of tennis, like playing every day and with yep. your friends and, and competing, um, you know, if I, I would, I would have done that for another 10 years. Um, <laughs> no problem at all. Maybe picked up a salary for it. That'd have been great. You know, wouldn't have been anything better than that. Yeah. Um, and, and just the lifestyle, I, like I mentioned before, like the lifestyle of, you know, I, I came to love learning and, um, you know, just playing tennis every day and, and being around sort of like-minded people and your friends every day is, is something that you start to take for granted, um, when you're there and you, you've mm. truly got to enjoy it. Um, while you have it because you know you enter the workplace one day and you're not surrounded by your friends all day <laughs> uh it's something you really yeah. take for granted um in terms of staying involved yeah i mean some of my closest friends from dartmouth uh were guys on the tennis team um you know i stay in touch with you know a lot of guys on, on a weekly basis some on a daily basis um and you know uh, i think we have a very close-knit alumni group i mean we have a bunch of different alumni group chats and and threads and um we we stay very close to the program um you know a guy the, our coach now we've had a sort of changing coach ink staff in the last year or two and um our current coach is actually a, a pretty young guy a guy who graduated in 2013 from dartmouth so um you know having someone okay. that you know i i knew pretty well um and a lot of the young alumni know yeah. pretty well being the head coach now is like it it, it also just keeps you even closer to the program <laughs> um so yeah. Um, right. Unfortunately, I didn't get to any matches this year because, you know, half of the season was was unfortunately canceled. But, um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, living in Boston right now, I try and get to a couple of matches a year. And, um, you know, I think the the guys that were freshmen when when I was a senior just graduated yesterday. So um, I guess it's kind of a, a bit of an end of an era for me of, of knowing people on the team um, super well. So. Yeah, no, it, it really comes full circle uh, to see. You know the freshmen when you were like in our last year and they're now moving on to you know our, you know the the life outside of college um uh, and you just you know you're just like wow you got you know there's so many things you're gonna learn um <laughs> yeah. uh, so many things you'll learn but uh i mean i look back at my college experience as well and um you know like you said it, you know while you're in it you you take it for granted but i mean you really look back i think you know, the, the number one, it's going to, it's going to sound, you might relate, but the number one thing that I kind of miss the most is the days in the dorms where, 
all your friends are just so close to each other. It, it always felt like something was going on. You always had someone to hang out with. Obviously, you're living with a roommate. You're crammed into a little room. Uh, I mean, depending on your university. Yeah. Um, but I, I really miss those days. Like that's those were some of the times where I'll just never forget. And you, I developed some friendships that uh, have lasted a lot, lifetime. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to one of my best friend's weddings coming <laughs> up, and that's all because you know uh, the times we the memories we created during our four years. Yeah. But um, my senior year, where I, uh, oh man, yeah, my senior year, we I lived with eleven other guys, some of my closest friends, and they were on different sports teams. You know, rugby. Uh, soccer uh some squash and we would always say to each other like wait this shouldn't be allowed we shouldn't be allowed to live in this house there's 12 of us this is too much fun um and, and it was it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been allowed it was it was it was it was an awesome awesome time and you uh you really take for granted the fact that you can just go back there and and, and some of your closest friends uh, will be there just hanging out um yeah I, I i couldn't agree more awesome yeah no um and you know, I'm a little bit inter more interested, you know, to, you know, learn about what you're doing now. You said you're out in Boston. Uh, you obviously graduated in 2017. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, I guess I've been working for three years now, which sounds like a long period of time now that I say it out loud. <laughs> um, been at a couple of different companies now. I spent two years at uh, Wayfair, um, which is an online um, uh, home goods store. Um, probably haven't heard of it unless you're uh, you in the US or the UK or Canada. It's kind of where mm -hmm. it's biggest. Small small German uh, uh, store now. If you want to take a look, I know you're there. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need some home goods stuff. Yeah, if you need a new couch, it's it's the spot to go. Um, so I spent a couple of years there. I was oh, okay. I was working um, doing analytics, um, so sort of the on the operations and supply chain team, which was awesome. Um, very young company and. Um, you know, I, I had a great experience there. And um, since then, I've moved on to a company called Jobcase, um, staying within the analytics field. Jobcase is um, it's a smaller company right now, um, but it's uh, got a name to be a social media site um, for, you know, um, uh, careers and, and jobs for more of the uh, gig economy and sort of the um, the crowd that's not on LinkedIn, um, if you will. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, we've also got a number of other sort of job boards and job search sites, which are which are powered by um, what we run on Jobcase. So um, I do analytics there, um, which I really enjoy, and uh, sort of obviously doesn't tie in um, directly to my economics major, but um, something that I think I should say here, which is kind of worth considering for those coming to the U.S. is um, to kind of stay. If you're not a U.S. citizen in the U.S., you need a job that's uh, you know related to the the major that you took in college and. Um, I did economics, which I, I can, you can kind of play off to be related to anything. Um, so, um, right, right. yeah, it's, it, it's been fun and, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll be in, in Boston for a little while yet. Yeah. Boston is a great city. I have a few friends that live out there and, uh, you know, they love it. And I actually went and visited Boston a few years back and I was, it was my first time there and I was just uh, really blown away. Uh, there's so much to do. So many universities there, big sports town. So uh, a lot of fun. It's a good spot to yeah, be. Yeah, there's something for everyone, for sure. Um, windows are a little cold. I'll be honest. Um, yep. But, uh, <laughs> outside of that, there's there's something for everyone. It's a it's a pretty young city too. Um, particularly in the city, there's a lot of it recent is, yeah. college graduates, sort of like-minded people. And and you mentioned there's a bunch of universities here too. So it's it's a real melting pot. It's, uh, it's a very cool place. Awesome. No, I'm glad to hear you ended up in a good spot. Um, and you're doing you know you're doing good things. Uh, also, yeah, I kind of want to touch on that. You, you did like, obviously for internationals to stay, you got to do something kind of related, but you know, like you said, economics can relate to many things. 
Um, something that m maybe you can relate to as well is, um, and we actually did speak about it. We said, you know, no 17 year old knows what they're doing, but you know, a major doesn't really determine, uh, you know, you have to do, you know, exactly that. Um, no. it, it's, it's more of a, of a guideline. Uh, you know, you have an interest, you want to further it and see where it takes you kind of thing, unless you're going into like a medical field, of course. Yeah, of course. And I mean, like, you know, I, I've got friends that majored in all sorts of different things, you know, history, psychology, government, um, and, you know, they've gone on to do things within like all sorts of industries, um, you know, uh, particularly coming from a liberal arts school. Um, you know, a lot of people end up in in finance from Dartmouth and, and they didn't study economics, you know, um, for instance. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's good in that sense. Um, yeah, I guess I will say if, you know, you're thinking about you know coming to the U.S. and don't really know what to do, um, you know, at least at Dartmouth, you didn't have to decide on your major until your sophomore year. So. Um, you kind of had to sort of figure things out. And um, yeah, I, I'd say if you're, you know, considering, you know, uh, either staying in the U.S. Or, or sort of moving back to your home country after after college, try and figure out something that's, you know, um, you know, applicable for, for both for both countries, um, something broad and, and something that sort of doesn't, um, you know, uh, corner off any opportunities for you. But also something that like you're interested in, you're going to have to take so many classes and your major or your field, like you want to enjoy it. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest thing more than anything. No, really well said, George. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, all the insight you've given thus far. I got a few last things for you and then I'll let you get back, get about your day. Um, first, first off is, you know, for any, I mean, we've given a lot of advice, I feel like in this episode, um, for any, you know, athletes that had the similar path to you that are interested in exploring the U S college collegiate pathway, what advice, what one piece of advice would you give them? <sighs> one piece. Um, it sounds hard, but like try and try and figure out what you want, you know, um, do you, like, are you looking for, um, you know, uh, a, a college where you, you know, you can play on the team. Um, is that your priority, you know, playing sports? Do you also want to balance that with a really good education? Um, what part of the U S do you want to go? Um, you know, try and try and really hone in on like what you want to get out of the college experience. I know we've talked a lot about, you don't really know, but, um, if you can kind of put yourself in a position where, um, you, you know, you end up at a spot that you think, you know, is, is going to suit you and, and, and suit your interests. Um, I, I think that's going to be best for you. And, um, I'd say just, you know, take a chance. You know, I, I didn't visit, visit the U S before coming to Dartmouth. You know, I realized how cold it was, um, <laughs> you know, and, and things of that nature. And I came put it pretty close to being like, you know what, um, this isn't the school for me, you know, um, I, I need to find, you know, um, something different, um, something in a, in a major city or, you know, on the West coast. Um, you know, I, I came pretty close to saying no. And you know what, I, I took a chance and I think that, um, that, that really paid off. Um, you know, when you're young, you know, uh, and you and I are still young, obviously you get more chances and you can kind of take risks. Um, and I, and I'd say, you know, just, just jump into it, take a risk. Yeah, no, that's really good. Take a chance. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, sometimes you, it's more of a thing. You kind of figure it out when you're there, mm -hmm. you know, you, you just kind of roll with the punches um, and you just make the best of the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you did. Uh, so hats off to you. Um, is, uh, you know, in the whole recruitment process, what was your favorite thing working with athletes agency? Yeah, good question. I mean, um, it's a difficult pathway. You know, I think, um, 
figuring out you know university and college particularly in a, in a system that you're not familiar with is is so foreign and um you know working with athletes agency um really great in simplifying the process and you know kicking off um conversations with coaches and sort of pointing you in the right direction of you know what you need to do in terms of you know you know, all the NCAA paperwork, you know, taking the SAT, you know, um, really, really make it easy for you. And, um, you know, w without, without someone's help, um, along those lines, it's, it's, it's very difficult process to navigate. And I think, you know, athletes agency is, is obviously grown since, um, you know, I was working with Dave and uh, I think it's done a terrific job as like, you know, growing as a business that, you know, actually, you know, really, really helps people find great opportunities. Um, you know, and I think, um, ultimately like you know without someone's help the, the process could become just you know a little bit too hard where you know maybe you you give up or you end up in something that um maybe wasn't the best fit for you um and then also just like you know the connections that um you know an agent would have with uh different coaches throughout the us that they've, they've talked to you before or maybe they know on a personal basis um you know that really helps you get you know get your foot in the door and, and kick off a conversation with a coach um you know which um, which, which can be invaluable, you know? Exactly. Yeah, we know we're there to guide, you know, guide you guys through the process. Um, you know, we still want you, obviously it's important that you're involved and you're communicating, communicating with the coaches, but we're there as a support system. And, uh, yeah, it, we're, we've been lucky enough, uh, with our hard work to present, you know, opportunities such as Dartmouth for you and, uh, many others for many other athletes. So it's good to hear that it all went well for you. Uh, yeah, last, yeah. Lastly is what we call the, or what I like to call the America Starter Pack. What are your four essentials you would tell someone to bring to Dartmouth? To Dartmouth, good question. Um, the obvious answer is a coat, but I would say wouldn't, don't bring a coat from Australia because you're going to need a coat that's even thicker than you've ever imagined before. <laughs> um, so don't bother with that. I'd say um, something I didn't do is pack light. You know, you're going to get a lot of things at school. You can, mm, if you're an athlete, you're going to get gear. Um, there's no need to bring a ton. Um, uh, I will say, um, what else? You know, bring bring a good mindset too. Um, you know, bring sort of like a, a growth mindset and, you know, like a, a really open mind. You're gonna be exposed to a lot of different things and opportunities and, and, and things maybe you thought you never would have done. Um, mm -hmm. So really bring an open mind and be, be willing to take a few risks. Um, I think that's three. And uh, maybe my final one would be, um, Bring a good story, I'd say. Um, I used to Ooh. tell people, I used to tell people that I used to ride a kangaroo to school in high school <laughs> would be my my joke. And like, at first I was telling a joke, and then people would like kind of believe you a little bit. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> you know, bring a bring a good story. If you come from Australia, drop bears is also a really good one because if you Google drop bear, it actually looks real. Um, so people can do that on their phones. So bring a good story, have some fun. Um, yeah, and, and don't pack too much. Don't pack too much. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's actually funny. I like the story one. Um, it's actually funny how, I mean, it's not it's not. Uh, I, I don't know how to how I would say it. It's not that they're not. I don't know. They're just not aware. And you can I, I noticed that a lot of foreigners could say many things. Then people would be like, "Oh, really? Like, wow! Like that's amazing." Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know. I had a teammate convince a, a group that in Northern Ireland there was only six days of the week, and then they. They added up all the all the days and they made a new month. And he called he like came up with some name for the month and, and completely convinced the whole entire group. So, um, yeah, come, yeah, comes a great story. That's the first one I like that a lot. 
Uh, good, good. So, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're about to come to the States, think up something good. Think up something original that someone hasn't yeah. had on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, George, thank you for your time. It's been a great chat. Get, uh, it's been great to get to know you. And uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch in the future, man. Yeah, you as well, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. And, um, yeah, best of luck with uh, everything in Germany and um, everything with Athletes Agency. You guys are doing a great job. So uh, keep it up. Awesome. All right. Take it easy, George. Bye-bye. I first off want to thank George for taking the time out of his day to speak with me. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. He's a really great individual, uh, nice to talk to, and he had a lot of insightful things to say. Um, I also am happy to see that he's really settled into life in the States, and you know, after graduating from Dartmouth College, he's found a life in Boston. Um, you know, I, I wish the best uh, for his future, and I know great things are ahead of him. Uh, secondly, I want to thank all the listeners who have tuned in. Uh, please continue to tune in and share the podcast. We really enjoy this side of things and getting to hear from our athletes and uh, the families and potentially uh, pretty soon here, maybe some coaches will come on board. Um, so really, please continue to share the word, You know, send it to all your friends and family. Uh, we're really thankful for all of you guys. And lastly, please go sh uh, follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Aussie Athletes Agency or Kiwi Athletes Agency. Go give us a follow on Spotify. You can also find the podcast on Apple. Um, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.